Apparently, Joey got bored, so he unscrewed his mic, and it's really complicated to put on now. Oh, hold up. Oh, this one's on. This is the other black one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not the only one. Fuck. <laughs> 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 all right. That was not as good. We had like six different takes all because uh, one man just I, didn't keep his mouth shut. I don't shut. know who you're talking about. I don't know who you're talking about. Who Joey. Joey, thanks to you, my hands hurt. I'm going to let yes. the uh, listeners imagine what that feels like. They already know. They, they work idiot. jobs just like us. We're You're all, weird. We're all average. Uh, well, we speaking all, of we average, I mean, we are, we're not only average, but we are the average Joes. Podcast Network. Hey, how you doing? How's it going? My name is Jake Kettle, and I'm joined here by Nick and Joey. Say what's up. What up, gang? Solid dudes and dudettes. Uh, you know, that intro from Joey was actually a, a little bit better than last time. Because the last time was just like kind of like a vibey chill. But it's like, yeah. What <laughs> is up, gang? What is up? Back with another testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> I took my Tylenol this morning. That's so cool. I'm happy for you. I'm proud. Really, you don't, don't wake up with back pain, bro? Um, I don't really wake up with back pain. I don't be sleeping on my back. That's like what that. I, I wake up and throw up. Yikes. That's, I would rather have... Actually, I'd rather have throwing up than back pains. Back pains suck. Yeah. yeah. They they don't don't I'm actually about to get... Uh, so, uh, right now, I have a twin bed, believe it or not. Um, that is true. It is and, pretty small. And uh, because my room is pretty small, I wanted to consolidate And I space. couldn't fit in it either. Uh, and yes. Uh, okay. I'm Yes. Um, no such out of pocket thing. This was is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I'm about to get like a full bed. I'm about to get like full bed size. Oh, know? that's what I have. That's what I have. Yeah, that's what I have. Yeah. That's what we have. Yeah, that's, that's what, what we all have, have now. Go. We all might as well just combine ours and just share one Large California Large, king. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. No, no, I take that back entirely. I, after you just said that, I just don't want to do that. Um, but no, no, it's actually dope. It's actually dope because I could actually, cause, you know, me being six foot one, I, uh, uh, it's hard for me to fit on a twin bed. Yeah. I mean, I could do it. I mean, but I mean, there, I'm not gonna lie. Isn't better. It is not gonna be all that much of a difference. It's just a little bit wider. You can lay you diagonally can this time. So, yeah, I mean, that is know, a plus. The fact that I can move you around can is the nice part. Yeah, it's like with I my, like being able twin, to like roll, do a full roll like onto my back or onto my stomach and yeah. not fall off the fucking bed. Yeah, that's, that's which nice. is what a twin bed. I mean, essentially does not do. Right, you um, roll over and you're on the floor. I almost <laughs> got like a twin extra long. Which is like a like five inches longer, yeah. which I mean I could do, but I would rather have more width and it a little bit more length as well. Yeah, because mm. the the full bed I think is like a little bit taller and a lot wider. Yeah, uh, yeah. I almost nice. got a queen. I, but I was like, that's way too had too a much queen space. for that's most of my life. It's very nice, but big. you actually start picking up the habit of kicking in your sleep. Yeah, because really? you have so much space. Oh, because you have so much space. You have so much space, and... They don't want to kick people. I have been told I kick in my sleep, so... Whoa, now, who's sleeping? I don't sleep? kick, oh. but I, I've actually started snoring, which is... Oh, no. Oh, man. I've got chest hair, and I'm starting to snore, dude. It's so bad. <laughs> You're becoming a dad already. Oh, <laughs> a kid. No. The average dads. <laughs> the average dads. <laughs> hey, guys, we're your average dads here. Dude, like, literally in five years, we're all going to have kids. We're just we uh, uh, I don't know about five years. No. I'll get 15. Married. I, I want to get married when I'm, like, 24. I don't want to have 25. kids. So I don't, don't want to have kids when I'm, like, five years I'm just now. saying that like because that's normal. That- I am not at the point where I even want kids because they terrify me. You never know when they're going to piss or shit anywhere. That's true. That's true. I mean, hey, 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 you know what? You keep it real. You keep it real. I like that. I like that. But, uh, keep it real, G. Why? What, what are but, we supposed but, to be talking but, about? Uh, well, we could be talking about anything. I mean, again, this, this is the conversation. Yeah. But... I do have something I would like to talk about. Word. Yeah. <gasps> Let's hear it, baby. I don't know. I'm hyped today. Oh, that's good. Keep the energy going. Come on. You see, yeah. Get in the ring. Get in the ring. Yeah. Dude, I went to see a <laughs> dude. I went to see a DC Defenders game, and if y'all have ever heard of the, the Dwayne the Rock Johnson or the XFL Football League, then you know you know what's up. You know what's up with the with the, the bendies, D? the DC uh, Defenders, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Heck yeah! I don't uh, know. I left shield now. up. We are the defender. I don't. I, I don't I, know how was that going. actually the thing? <laughs> was that actually the thing, dude? I left shield up type it's thing. So f- it was great. I mean, we, it, it we sat left shield we up, sat, right sword in the chest. Sorry, we, <laughs> fuck. God. We, we sat right behind the field goal, so we had great seats when we went. But that's cool. Um, 
That's cool. It is kind of crazy when you watch a football game where the defense scores more points than the offense. <laughs> and their name is the defenders. So, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't make <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's, that's actually kind of cool. Well, um, uh, I had a uh, idea, uh, a little, I was, uh, I forgot how, I, I know how I came across this idea, but I came across it before when we discussed it last Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, because, uh, we, we, we usually on Wednesdays, they just brainstorm, you know, yeah. obviously we need a brainstorm. We got to work. And we were talking about, I didn't think there was going to be a loud. <laughs> Dude, <I> it's <laughs> wood. That, was, God, that destroyed my ear, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I probably destroyed our freaking audio. All right. Um, but, uh, we, uh, we were discussing, uh, another topic and we came across, I mentioned this idea of this. Oh no, quarter life crisis. People not knowing what the heck to do or the purpose of their life and uh, at a younger age. So mm-hmm. there's such things as a midlife crisis, which usually happens like when you're 50 or whatever. Right. And sometimes it doesn't happen, but a lot of times it does. And people are like, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe what I'm doing is not right. So I'm going to switch up and I'm going to change my life dramatically. Well, a quarter life pri- uh, crisis. A quarter life crisis is just the same thing with the younger kid. Uh, or a young adult. I'm going to say young adults because usually this happens between the ages of 18 and 24. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very common, and I think a lot of people don't think it is. But uh, that's basically a basic summary of what it is, um, how it affects people. Well, it affects a lot of people in a lot of different ways, but um, I, I don't know if I want – it hasn't really affected me, if I'm being honest. I, I, I'm one of the very few – Lucky people who've known what he's wanted to do for ever since he was in high school. So uh, far, but you still have a few years to go before true. it could kick in. True, true. And I'm hoping it doesn't, but yeah. I mean, I'm looking at things right now. and I mean, I'm passionate about what I do. I mm-hmm. love what I do. And I, uh, I actually just recently found specifically, I'm a graphic designer. I like doing graphic design, but I specifically recently found what I really like to do, mm-hmm. I really want to do for the rest of my life, which is website and UX and UI design. Right. So that's, you know, it's, that's what I specifically want to do. Uh, and also own my own design agency. Um, so um, I cannot say that I have, uh, I can relate to this, but I know of people, some being here, um, some not being here, of course, uh, where you just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. feel like that you just don't have a purpose and oftentimes it when i see it i, I often i i am people's therapist people come to me about everything mm-hmm. um so i i have i don't have a first-hand knowledge but i do have i guess i have somewhat of a first-hand knowledge in the fact that i get to literally hear from other people their exact experiences and how they feel mm-hmm. so i mean that's the closest i can get but everybody that's been talking to me is like oh it's a problem i'm here to say that it's not Nick, do you want to say anything? I actually disagree with you, Jacob. Ooh, spicy. Okay. Ooh, we're about to get into an argument. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to yell at each other. <laughs> but um, <laughs> So when you first brought up this topic to me, I was actually in the midst of a portion of the quarter-life crisis mm. because even though I am doing the podcast and doing video jobs on the side, to me – it sucked that it couldn't be my full-time job. Mm. And with me wanting that to be a full-time job, in my mind, I'm thinking, how do I get there? Mm. In fact, what is there? I don't have a clear idea of what exactly I want to do. I don't know if I want to work for a certain company or do freelance Mm. or maybe even do something else. Mm. But I was just like, I feel like my life had no direction at that moment. Mm. And it felt more defeating than anything because it's not just, in my mind, it wasn't just what I wanted to do as far as a career, but what I wanted my life to be and what I wanted to get out of it. That's a very good point, actually. And I was, for a while, spiraling down a rabbit hole where I just felt like nothing I was doing mattered Mm. it's like i'm living life or i'm surviving through life but i'm not living it Mm. that's kind of what i identified my quarter life crisis as but recently i've been trying to look on the more positive notes and see what i have been doing 
Word. And that's actually helped me a lot because I pr- essentially counted my blessings. I have a full-time job that pays the bills. Yep. And even though it's not 100% enjoyable, it's not my dream job, and I don't want to stay there for the rest of my life. I know I need to work to make money, yeah. but I have the options to do what I love on the side. Yeah. I have the option to do this podcast, and this helps me push through the week. I look forward to this a lot. Yeah. And along with that, I've been working at two different churches running sound, video, and lighting and production. Production. And even though I don't know specifically what exact aspect of production I want to do, I know I want to do video, but there are even greater aspects to video that I could go in detail to, but mm. that's. Uh, six months worth of uh, training. So yeah, yeah, for that real. takes a while. But yeah, the ultimate feeling was just defeat, mm. and all I wanted to do was sit down and just ponder life. Like, what is life? What is my life? What if I? What's the purpose yeah. of anything? Well, yeah. One of the biggest questions during a midlife crisis is, what am I doing? Right. Mm-hmm. That basically sums it up for me, at least. Mm. Um, What's your experience with your quarter-life crisis? Well, I'll give you a uh, Wikipedia's description. Uh, it says, in popular psychology, a quarter-life crisis is a crisis involving anxiety over the direction and quality of one's life. Most commonly experienced in a period ranging from a person's early 20s up to their mid-30s. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's all that's definitely true. I just uh it's just a big, you know, period of insecurity. Yeah, that's actually that's a very good word. Insecurity that is, is definitely a big big to And do. a lot of doubt mm-hmm. cuz like you a lot of people that are going through that just they have no idea where they're headed at mm-hmm. all. And that can be an an extremely terrifying thing. Oh, absolutely. Well, like pe- people tell people will tell stories all the Pretty time of them being a kid, like even as early as 10, mm-hmm. even younger than that being scared to grow up and leave their parents. And it's like kind of the same thing. Like you don't know where you're headed when you're mm. getting ready to, you know, maybe move out 20 years old. Yeah. You know, it's maybe stressful. you have a job, but you don't have a career, that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting you mentioned the moving out thing. Cause, uh, over the past, like, I would say overall, like, I've been thinking about moving out ever since I was in high school. Nick can attest to that. Mm-hmm. Even you can attest to that. Yeah. Both of y'all can attest to it because, you know, y'all knew me, of course. Um, I've been wanting to move out. And uh, and at first, I was, like, super adamant, like, yeah, I want to. I'm, just, I'm going to. There, there's no doubt. But then over the next, like, three years, I was, like, really doubting myself. I'm like, well, I mean, is that really something I should do? I feel like if I do that, I'm doing the wrong thing. And even though I have a something that i'm working towards for a career it's like i was working at a dead-end job chick-fil-a mind you mm-hmm. um which is paying me barely minimum wage actually no i'll just say minimum wage even as like and, and barely above that as a manager yeah um and uh college was like the only thing that was actually giving me a purpose i felt like uh and i'm blessed to have <clears throat> college in my life while it's not for everybody it definitely uh it is meant for me no matter what people think of it uh i feel like it has given me a purpose thankfully and i and but unfortunately that's not always the case you know mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people that go into college I think it's like 30 to 50 percent go into general studies and have no idea what the heck they're doing which is fine it's common for people not to know what the heck they're doing mm-hmm. and this is coming from uh uh what university uh part of uh I forget what university it was come from. A couple different universities. Yeah, it was. It was. I think one was from Yale. Another one was from. Uh, I started with a B. It was a some pretty prestigious school up uh, in, in, the, in the Midwest. Um, uh, I'll have to look that up later. Well, after. Um, but twenty uh, or thirty or twenty to fifty percent. Sorry, not thirty. Twenty to fifty percent going to general studies. Uh, don't know what the heck they're doing, and uh, and seventy five percent changed their majors. A lot. Like. Yeah, seventy five percent of of college students change their majors in undergrad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, a insane number. Like that's not even like even twenty to thirty percent would be a, a decent amount of people because considering how many millions of 
people go to college. Right. But seventy-five percent of that's people like line up four people in front of you. Three of those people don't know what to do. Yeah. Or what they're doing. Or they're they're experimenting or whatever. Exactly. Which is fine. It's fine to experiment. It's fine to not know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's a big decision. It is. I mean, to do, to to know what the heck you're doing for the rest of your life. Right. I mean, where do you even start? You know, it's like it's such a there's so many options. It's like going to a grocery store and I go to a cereal aisle. There's so many mm. options, and after a while, I'm like, okay, what do I choose? Now, obviously, choosing the box of cereal is vastly different from choosing your career path, mm-hmm. but it has some similarities, and there's so many options that it can be hard to choose and maybe find something that you may like. And even and to find something almost, that you both like and that pays well, that yeah. you can make a career out of it. True. Kind of a shitty analogy, but like at the same time, it does work because I kind of relate to the cereal analogy because sometimes <laughs> i'll walk into the cereal aisle and pick up something that i know i don't even care for but i can't choose so i just pick up something because it's in front of me yeah that's oh. kind of oh. that's, that's kind of how i see a lot of people dropping into college and then like consequently consequently changing or dropping back out of college because they just picked up whatever was in front of them or whatever was pushed towards them by, you know, their friends, peers, parents. Which my mom did. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now. Bad parenting. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she didn't do it. She didn't do that to me. She didn't do that to me. She uh, actually uh, – so my mom is a uh, musician. And mm-hmm. She has all of her life sang. And she went to college at uh, Towson University. She did not complete her undergrad because she got accepted into the uh, Army Field Band, uh, which is uh, the – I would say, I think it's the best that military is... band that travels worldwide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they, and while people probably don't like, well, not the average person might not know them because they're not like military or might not be a certain target demographic. It's a over a hundred people audition for that. Um, and uh, but she never really wanted to sing. She wanted to go to cosmetology. Hmm. What is and the reason why cosmetology she, is that makeup? makeup. makeup. Oh, makeup. I see. Yeah, she wanted to do that, and uh, she didn't do it because uh, everybody, her friends, her parents, were telling her, "You are really good at singing. You should definitely do that." <sighs> and and it, it's not like she hates singing. She she loves music even to this day, but she never. Re- but she, I, she told me this multiple times. She's like, "I really like." I really wish I would have just stuck with cosmetology. Yeah. And you know? so it was because of the influence of other people that directed her decision. Yes, exactly. That seems to be the biggest problem with I don't want to say our generation but people our age. Even like Maybe. literally that just be a big factor. Literally just the baseline of going to college for general studies not knowing what you want, but you're just going to college because that's the idea that's been presented to you your entire life is well, that successful people go to college Duh. which is not necessarily 100 percent true all the time that's not true all the time but no. obviously it's rare though yeah uh, of it's, course it's rare but. um most credible jobs want you know to see a degree a degree yeah, of yeah. some sort something on your name um, um but it's really sad how people just like throw themselves at college um, not knowing what they want. Yeah. Yeah. And they either drop out or it takes them forever to finish school and they, you know, yeah, waste a lot of money. And it's just like, it's, it's really sad. It's really sad. Yeah. And I feel like the idea of college wasn't presented to me through the school. It was forced on to me. By who? Every single teacher I practically spoke to. It was, Mm. if you don't go to college, you're not going to get a good career. You're not going to make a living. You're not going to have this. You're not going to have that. And it's like, that's putting on way too much stress for us. Yeah, You're pretty much saying, if you don't know what you're going to do, you're going to fail life. And that is an extremely... You can't fail behind. You can't fail behind. But it's been presented so harshly to at least me that it became the one thing I didn't want to do. And I would even argue that college is for the most part, pretty much a scam. Um, I think that people who major in business, Hey, listen, I love you guys, but if you major in business, I feel like that 
you're low-key wasting your time. It feels like for the idea of just studying business isn't giving you a direction after that. You have to still create your own business. And while I may maybe generate you some ideas, you don't have to go to college in order to generate ideas. Maybe business. I mean, now, if you want to know, know the basics of how to run a business, I mean, there, there are plenty of ways to learn anything the nowadays. basics of anything or without even going to college. more advanced you might you, yeah. you might have still to pay you, I mean, you could pay for a master class well, I don't know. that's i've actually paid for a few like photoshop master classes and they provided me way more information than when i took a online college class the online college class was not personalized whatsoever yeah it was the driest most boring thing ever and unfortunately i didn't take anything away from it because I felt like, wait, why am I even learning this? It was um, all based on um, business management through emails and social media, that type of stuff. Okay. But in order for you to even participate in the class, it almost felt it's like you have to be a part of this world in order to understand ev anything. Yeah. And it's like if you want to do something very specific – I say you go out and try that, but at a less extreme level. Mm. The master classes, they can go upwards of a couple hundred dollars, yeah. but that is significantly less than hundreds of thousands that people are paying for college, colleges and not knowing what they're doing. Right. Yeah, I mean, like even an in-state school, you're going to be paying about $5,000 a semester on average. Mm. Uh, in-state, that's not out-state. Out-state, you're paying way more than that, but yeah. uh, I think you're paying double that, actually. Um yeah, it's. I think it's just forced onto people a, a, a schedule, a schedule and an agenda is forced on the people, mm -hmm. and I, you know, I, 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 there are plenty of opportunities in the world that go beyond college. Uh, you can go into trade school. Yes, that's, that's what thing. I did. Like trade school is perfect. Uh, it's six months to a year, maybe a max. Uh, at school and you get to go into a job that's practical mm -hmm. you can be an electrician you can be a plumber you can go into videography you can go in whatever you know it, it's there are plenty of opportunities and and i feel like that those are overlooked by both parents and teachers a lot of times mm -hmm. maybe it's not like oh you shouldn't do it it's just not mentioned it's never an option because think about it, when you're in high school no matter if you're homeschooled or if you're going to a small private school or a large public school, if you're in that, that freaking high school, that's like a college campus down in Texas. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, uh, they're teaching the same thing, which is just basic academic stuff. Now, some of that is actually useful, like English, I believe, but history, yes. uh, it's a good to know. I barely remember anything. Science don't really remember much of anything at all. And then, uh math i remember jack shit uh um <laughs> the only time i've used math was just to understand <laughs> that a circle was 360 degrees and when i was doing a illustration i was like oh it's 42 degrees wow that's the most i've used um, from like algebra or any math that's geometry but yeah yeah it's geometry <laughs> <laughs> like i said <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh shit yikes sorry you gotta go back <laughs> But like I just I just feel like that there's a, a specific agenda that you have to follow for so long and it's and just forced on you that you are you are programmed in a way it's you're not actually programmed or brainwashed well but in a way the system is in, not enforcing uh, influence your decision and your thought making process mm -hmm. which in another episode you also said that kids brain that I'm gonna make this into a teenager's brain which sure. is that closer to young adults mm -hmm. they're still malleable they are. I mean 15 year olds still will listen I mean granted 15 year olds sometimes can be complete and other dickheads yeah. um, and they can follow their own rules but at the same time they are I mean when you're younger you're more malleable you're you're you will intake inf more information quicker and not only that you're probably going to change the way you think mm -hmm. right. if i'm like if i uh was taught to be uh, uh have the values of a certain political party from a kid and this and until this time more than likely i'm going to be of that political party yeah. right if i learn how to uh if i learn that oh college if i if i'm told for years on end that oh yeah so what which college are you applying to where are you going here? What are you doing here? Oh, are you? Uh, 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 oh, yeah, college is the best thing. Whatever. Like I heard that plenty of times in high school. Mm -hmm. And so, I, and I thought, and my before I went to college and like I actually saw a lot, of, like actually understood it. 
I was like, yeah, college is for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not. Like, I found myself growing up not even considering the option of college because mm. I didn't like high school. So why mm. would I want to go to college? Yeah. Like, and that's, th- just, that's just as simple as it was for me because I never had, d- like, I'm homeschooled, if you guys didn't catch that. But yes. I never had people asking me about which college I wanted to go to mm. or um, – what trade you wanted to do or whatever. Yeah, like I Wait, career. I just kind of decided for myself that I didn't feel like going to school after high school. I was like senior year, that's it. I'm fucking done with that shit. Get me out of here. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's actually how I was the first couple of years outside of there. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and um that, that I had a point. Um damn it, forgetting about it. <laughs> we were, we were talking about uh <laughs> oh, it's happening again. The video is ending again. Holy second episode shit, in a row. Bro, we're going quick. But anywho, going back to the point, um, uh, uh, of which I don't still don't remember. So yeah, we were waiting. For you to <laughs> we, we were talking about remember. college for a while, but I wanted to try to get back to like the uh, main. That's topic. what I was trying to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, not only you know, I mean, a part of the core life price prices crisis. <laughs> the second time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't buying a core life crisis but no no I'll, but like I'll but for a core that, life yeah. uh crisis though i mean like part of going to college is kind of part of it it's like oh well like what do i do is that my purpose and if they go there and it's not their purpose then it's like well damn like what do Shit, i do like i'm I, here but like, like i don't want to be here or whatever yeah like, i have a, i have a I, I know someone very close to me uh who i uh, actually know a couple people that are close to me are, are in similar situations ironically who have switched their majors three to four times Jeez. Wow. Yeah. And, and how long? Like, what? what's the time? Frame? Uh, over the course of three years. Jeez. Yes. And Did, and the reason being oh, is because uh, lack of interest. Time, and the first thing was a lack of interest. And then they're like, well, I don't know what to do. Right. So now they go experiment. And uh-huh. so what they do is say, okay, I'm going to do this major. Right. Well, I don't like that major. So I'm going to do this. You know, and, and, and then both of them are like, well, I don't really know what the, I don't know what to do. Well, they're, they're, they're they, all they looking like at this, they're all looking at practically the same major subject. It's all in college. They're all thinking, yeah. "What do I do in college?" Only do that. It? <laughs> it's like their minds end there. Yeah. But there's an entire world out there. I've seen many people who were having a quarter life crisis, and they decided to like pause their work job and go find themselves essentially yeah. find out what they wanted to do and i respect them a lot because i could never just quit my job and say i don't want to do this so i'm gonna go flounder around over here and see if i find something right. yeah but i mean that is an option if you, you save up to. enough money you can take a year off of work or something and just go find yourself your, yeah yeah your meaning your yourself. purpose because I mean, I, and I believe that, and this is I, in another previous episode. Uh, I also said like I think eighteen twenty four like is one of your biggest changing years because that you are learning more about yourself than ever. Mm-hmm. I am I I cannot tell you how much I've grown in the past four years of my life now. Yeah, yeah, now four. I was gonna say three years, but I'm twenty two now. So four years of my life, like I have changed drastically since senior year of high school absolutely and i've seen that change yeah mm, thank you <laughs> appreciate you buddy you're welcome uh, <laughs> that's kind of like what <laughs> <That's kinda> <laughs> sus. <laughs> i was like not meaning for it to be sus but they just came out naturally as sus so well, that's because you're light-skinned that's, that's totally untrue <laughs> stop spinning this false propagations my guy um but uh i i think you know people also put their purpose in the job that they associate with yeah which i mean yeah i mean that's part of your purpose i guess but it's like you know there's more than okay i'm working this job well what are you going to do with that job you know uh it goes deeper in that and i can't even answer that because i purpose i personally don't really know like oh i'm going graphic design that's my purpose but like there's always and i I, i've I've talked to many adults my lifetime Mm -hmm. uh beyond my parents um because I just naturally, I just have conversations with them. And a lot of them go into a really like deep meaning of like why they go into their jobs. Like there's a reasoning. There's not just, oh, it pays the bills and I like to do it. Mm-hmm. 
there's like a, I, I can't really give you examples because it's, it's been a little bit. I know my grandfather was one of them. He did photography for a while and yeah. he did it for like, I forgot why. I'm going to be honest here. It's been a while. But I mean. Yeah, well, here you go. From my dad, for instance, he's a mechanic. He's worked on transmissions and cars for probably over 50 years at this point. Yeah, a long time. Um, But. As you can imagine, that's not really his interest. Like, you don't really do something that labor-intensive for that long unless you were kind of born into it. And he was. Mm. Um, he worked in his mom's transmission shop for a very long time, then eventually owned it. Um, oh. I believe so. Or at least ran the shop okay. while she wasn't around um, growing up. Yeah. And... <laughs> basically like he just never got to go to college because he was always working at his mom's shop and mm. there i mean there wasn't really the financial backing for it either so he didn't really have too much of an opportunity there to go to college um but growing up as a kid you can imagine like if you had to you know work with your parents on something like you probably didn't like it yep yeah but for like for him after a while it kind of just became normal like he he got used to doing it and obviously he eventually just ended up liking doing what he was doing because he's still doing it to this day yeah um and that's kind of like the other side of it like yeah you are you know forced into doing that from a very young age like i believe 10 or 11 he started working on transmissions Wow. And from yeah, wow. then, you know, it's just like you learn more and more and it becomes more intricate. And um, he just stuck with it. And um, is it? But cause... he it's, it's kind of funny because he with that knowing that background and then listening to him tell me that the average person will change their careers <laughs> uh, like three to four times in the next coming generations is very, very eye-opening to me. And Uh, obviously hearing those statistics that we just listed off about, you know, college students nowadays, it's coming true. People don't know what they want to do. Yeah. And they're getting bored very quickly. Yeah. I've got a question. So I'm actually in a very similar state as you just said about your grandfather where you're working with family and you actually start getting more knowledgeable about it. I, do, I have a completely different viewpoint from your grandfather. Dad. This... Dad. His dad. His dad? Yeah. Oh, I thought I heard grandfather. No, you're good. Your dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I have a completely different viewpoint because I've already set my mind to say, this is not what I want to do. Right. Ugh. I'm not going to put any extra effort into this if mm. I don't have to. Right. I'm going to work hard because that's what I should be doing and it's going to train me to be able to work hard for what I actually want to do. Right. Yeah. But it's something where I literally said to my family, this is not something I want to take over. Mm. I'm not going to be the next generation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like, I can't imagine just accepting where I am at right now and just saying, well, I guess I guess I got to take over the family business. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm going to do everything except that I'm going to work my hardest to do what I actually want. And that's yeah. what I've been following. Cause Every night after work, I don't just lay on the couch and say, I hate my job. I wish I was out of there. I literally sit at my computer. I do graphic designs. I do video. I do audio. I try everything I can to get even a tiny bit better at what I want to do. So that way I'll become more useful in the future and Mm -hmm. will have a greater opportunity of getting the job I want. Right. On a lot of we, which what we've been talking about is is now not only uh, having a purpose but finding it, because I think a lot of I mean uh, no, I think there's a lot of people you know obviously that they don't know what the heck to do mm-hmm. right. and honestly there's no like given process it's not like you can go on like online and be like how to find your career nobody's gonna there's not everyone's gonna say something different mm-hmm. there's not gonna be like a PDF saying step one. Do this. Step two, get a life. Step three, do this or, or whatever. Like, it's not like that. It, honestly, a lot of times I feel like it's just accidental. My uncle is a orthopedic surgeon. Uh, he's been a doctor all of his life when he's been in the military, and he's just done his own thing. And uh, very successful at it, and he's very good. Um, 
he found out that he wanted to do it because he was at a doctor's appointment with his dad and uh he saw something he saw them do something i don't remember what it was and from that point on after that visit he was like i want to be a doctor i found that i want to do graphic design it's going to sound a little depressing uh through my grandmother's death and here's and here's why that has plays a significance speaking when my grandmother died was in 10th grade uh i was playing destiny down here yeah right and right where right, we are. literally literally right. i was like right here where joey like, was not, or not like when the couch right here <sighs> yeah i was sitting on the floor i wasn't even on the couch i was sitting on the floor and uh i got the news and i was like what it was totally unexpected like mm-hmm. totally unexpected yeah and uh so I hopped off and I was like, I can't play this anymore. I was like, I don't know what to do. I literally don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And throughout my middle school years and uh, ninth grade, uh, I always sketched in my notebook just for fun. I mm-hmm. just was sketching. And I look back at them now and they're pretty garbage. But I mean, I sketched. I yeah. like that. I like doing that. And so I was like, you know, wh- why don't I actually just start drawing? So I got I opened up images of Destiny. Um, and I, I started remember drawing. those drawings, too. Yep. And it was my, uh, it was the ghost, and it was some random ass vandal sitting in a chair. Randall. Uh, Randall the vandal. Let's call him yeah. that. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, and vandal's like a forearm creature. And, uh, but ever since then, I, I was like, I actually really like to draw. I, I like art. And I was like, well, I don't really, I, I've been told that art's a hard degree to really get into because there's mm-hmm. not really a lot of jobs, which is true. Uh, <laughs> if you, if you're a painter, bless your soul. I'm, I'm I pray for the best you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but like uh, art is unfortunately not a career field where there's a lot of opportunities beyond maybe a couple fields yeah. uh, and so I was looking up I was like hey okay I like art let me just look up jobs and art first thing that popped up was graphic design I was like okay well, let me just click the link what is graphic design and then I saw it and I just did some like little research and I'm like oh this is actually kind of cool Granted, I knew nothing. I mean, I look back on it. I thought I knew a little bit. I knew nothing of what graphic design was, right. other than mm-hmm. the fact that it was just designing cool logos. Yeah. But I was like, "This is cool," and yeah. then that's how I found what I wanted to do. It's accidental. It's not per. And and the whole the whole reason why I'm saying this is because it's not something where you can just force your way in. Force your way in. Half the time, it's just something that you stumble upon. Yeah. You find something you like to do, and find a way to make it work. Yeah, um, as long as we're on the same track, um, I was going to just say how I got into videography. Yeah, yeah, go on. So what got me into videography, and I'm just saying this so people can understand that it's a lot of small things coming together that could make a career idea. Yeah. And so I remember in, I believe, 10th grade, I took a – no, it was 11th grade. I took a Tech 2 class. And oh yeah, I was in that class. Oh wait, wait, no, I wasn't. I was you were not. Was you tech did one. tech one. I did tech yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the very first thing we did that year was we made a quick little short film, and it looked horrible. But <laughs> I didn't find myself enjoying it that much. But I found myself more curious. It's like I don't know how to do this, but how do you do this? Like, how is this done? I just. It was a, a little curiosity. S- a shred of curiosity was planted in my brain. And it wouldn't be till about two or three years later that it would spark up again because I was pretty much told at a summer camp, hey, you can choose whatever job you want. You're good at a lot of things. We trust you to choose what you want to do. I was like, oh, okay. This is going to be my job for the next three months. Uh, and at first I was thinking of cooking because at the end of high school I was thinking I could be a chef. I, I could do that. Um, but I asked them, hey, do you have a position for a sous chef or something? They were like, oh, we're not actually offering that position anymore. It's just going to be a line cook or the head chef. And we mm-hmm. already have that position filled. I was like, oh, I don't want to be a line cook. So what could I do? And just that memory of me doing a quick edit in Tech 2, I was like, isn't there an AV team here? They're like, you want to do it? I said, let's do it. I just threw myself into it. I didn't. Let's do it. <laughs> but um, I threw myself into it, head first into the deep end, and 
I swam. You swam? I swam. I survived. And at the end, I was like, I could do this. Yeah. I can really get good at this. I want to pursue this. I'm interested. And let's see, two months later, I went to film school. Yeah, dude. W? That's sick. And, and yeah, I mean, uh, well, actually, let me, let me ask you a story because I know uh, I've talked to you in the past about uh, job as or like basically like just uh, I don't know if they're called prospects or not prospects, but basically you were in this kind of core life crisis. And I I don't know if you still are considering something. I feel like you are. So yeah. it doesn't exactly go away in like a second. But no. yeah. what's your what's your what's your feelings, thoughts, experiences with uh with I mean, just your life state right now as it is pertaining to this more so. Yeah. Um well uh, I'd say that um the first step to finding your passion slash career slash, you know what you wanna do for the majority of your life mm-hmm. is working is the majority of your life, so you better make it enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first step is searching, and everyone's been telling me that for a while. But also, like, something I'm st- also starting to realize is that, like, I've talked to a lot of people about not knowing what I want to do. Because, you know, I still do get the question at work every once in a while, like, where do you go to college? And I'm like, nowhere. They're like, oh, what are you doing then? I'm like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Like, I mean, I don't want to go to school. But, like, the average person will tell you, like, it's okay. Just do you, and eventually you'll find something. And that ties into what Jacob and Nick are saying. Like, you will probably just stumble upon it at some point. You just have to be patient enough to make it there. Yep. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, uh, possibly might want to go into something computer related, but mm. you you were talking about like a yeah, PC uh, repair. I might be like a might go grab a little PC repair certificate or something at the local community college, but uh, not a hundred percent sure yet. Yeah, but, but you're searching. Yeah, yeah, you took that step. You're taking that first step. Well, actually. Uh, my significant other took that step for me. She found it, and I was like, "Yeah, that kind of sounds like." Hey, something. well, that's tough. Hey, but that's awesome because that just helped me remember that you're not alone in this situation. I don't think anybody. Well, most people are not alone in this situation. There are people around you that do care and they want you to find what you want to do. Yeah, but they not always can give you the answer yeah they can help you search for it but they're not going to say this is what you want to do yeah fact she was literally just like we were just on the phone and she was just listing off things like uh courses uh on the community college's website basically oh word i was like (laughs) until we found uh, until we found pc repair uh certificate and i was like yeah maybe maybe so I'll, I have a little bit more research. Well, probably a lot more researching mm-hmm. to do before I make a decision on that. But well, part of that research is also being in class and seeing what it's all about. Yeah. As well, I mean, I know you were talking about like yeah, you actually like working PCs. So yeah. this is literally like a PC repair. You're gonna know everything about a PC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, it's it seems like a a good career path, but. I mean, or it's a, a good uh, a good option. Our say. society is leaning more towards technology the further and further we go. So yeah. we are going to need more people to fix our computers and stuff like that. Right. I have an IT guy at work that comes in every once in a while just to repair one of our computers. Or I actually ask them, hey, I'm looking for a new type of computer. I need it for this purpose. Do you know anything out there? And they actually help me find my current computer. Hmm. tough yeah i mean it's just you know it's, it's you kind of wonder how natural. like this is know. this is a bit off topic so we can cut this out if we, i feel like on, with, with like a tech industry job um I don't, i'm not sure like how much technology will evolve in the next like four thirty forty 30 40 years but like 
obviously we see like elderly people now like geriatric people as just completely lost when it comes to technology but i wonder mm-hmm. how like we will be when we're old because like we we did grow up with technology like mm-hmm. so it's like a normal part of our life right so, so like when it comes down to that towards the end of your life your brain is actually starting to shrink and your everything about you your fingers your toes legs everything's shrinking yeah so you're actually naturally going to have less understanding of everything newer things and i think that kind of ties in with the theory that old dogs can't learn new tricks yeah. mm. but i think also half the time old dogs don't want to learn new tricks yeah, and so that goes too. off into another tangent which we can talk about yeah. some other time yeah but just pertaining to like my possible interest in pc repairing like how much of a need will there be for that when an entire generation that you're growing up in 30 years down the line will still probably be very tech savvy as they use technology every single day for most of the things that they do in that case Jacob, have you ever had a situation with your PC where you needed someone else to try to figure it out, whether it was a internal problem or error? Uh, I, maybe at first, like, for some minor things, but nowadays, no. I just do it myself. Yep. Gotcha. Because I, over the course of a year, like, I remember when I was building my PC, I had no idea what I was doing, so I had Joey... Uh, who actually built PCs before, uh, helped me out. And then after that, uh, I had a couple of issues, but I figured out what they were. I just researched it online. Gotcha. And then I was like, okay, this is what this, this is how this works. This is how this works. I'm curious to see how other things work. And now, I'm I'm pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that the uh, the fear of technology will eventually be erased to an extent. Cause what do you mean? I feel like. Every, if anyone has a problem with, you know, their PC or their printer or any of their technological devices, they just in- instantly break down and call someone. Oh, yeah, rather <laughs> than, like, like, researching. Yeah, rather than, like, try to fix it yourself. Like, I mean, yeah. obviously, yeah. And you don't... there are some people with too much money for brains that don't even want to bother to learn how to fix their stuff. Exactly. They'd rather spend the money and have someone else do it for them. That's so boring. Like, people don't even realize how much fun stuff like that can be. And I, the I fact that it's... you enjoy it is, like, that is an optional avenue. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, there goes that. That's me. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, mean, I think uh, overall takeaway from everything we've been saying, you know, uh, is just when you're expect life to be per- random. Expect life to life to not just be handed to you in a silver platter. Mm-hmm. True. Y- you will have to work, no matter who you are to find your purpose and that's fine and it it might take a few years it might take a few days it it varies there's no time limit there's no schedule they have to run on you might be trained to run on a schedule as a kid but you have as you start getting older you start realizing that certain things not on a schedule and you got to find your your purpose is not like oh you have to do it yeah. In By this the time state. block, yeah, right. There's no due date. You just find it, and you have to start. But you can't just sit around and not do anything, and expect to find your your life purpose. Yeah. You can't do that. You, you have go to out. go out. Exactly. You have to go out. You have to. You have to work. You have to go to. If you if you have to, you have to go to college, right? And I know we've been kind of shitting on college a lot in this episode, but honestly, I mean, college is for some people, and it's an option f- for a lot of people. Really? Yeah, it's it, still an option. It may not be the best option for everyone, but it's there if you it's need it. It's there, right. exactly. Um, so, it, you know, if you right now are feeling like you, you're just kind of in that like core life crisis, you just have no purpose or whatever, you whatever you feel, it, it's don't give up. That's what that's what you might want to do because it's just an easy way to get out. Don't give up. That's not going to help you out in any sort of way. In fact, it's actually going to make you feel. 10 times worse and, and everybody else worse. The and less you do, the worse you'll fear, feel when you're going through something like this. Like, if you sit around, you're just going to feel worse. Go out, like, go outside and take a walk. Literally. Hey, isn't that uh, what I told you? Yeah. 
Yes, sir. Hey, he's learning. <laughs> I didn't actually take a walk. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, right after that, though, I did go take a walk. Oh, there you go. At least he did it. Took yeah. his own advice. Someone did it. <laughs> yeah. And, and also, don't don't feel like that you are in the wrong for feeling down because you don't know what to do. It's a it's, it's a valid feeling. We're all human. We can feel down. We, we can be angry. We can be happy. It's normal to feel emotion no matter what the circumstance might be. Um, and that's what really makes us human. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Nick, I just have like one more bit of advice. Yeah, and go ahead. It's take life one day at a time. Don't worry about mm-hmm. tomorrow. Don't worry about yesterday. Think about where you are now and learn to be okay with it. You don't have to be happy about the situation you're in. But you've got to learn to make it survivable. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, the hardest part. You just have to deal with it. For real. <laughs> Unfortunately, there is no way to just make everything okay. No person is going to make everything feel perfectly okay. They may for temporary amount of time, but it will not last. Yeah. The face of reality will come back and you will have to deal with it no matter what. Life yeah. is always going to be 100% of the time a roller coaster. It is. Yep. No but what you do. enjoy the ride. For it's real. not about the uh, destination. It's about the journey. And right yeah. now, we everyone is on their own journey. Some people know what they want to do. Some people don't know what they want to do. And both are completely fine. Yeah. You do you. And that's all that matters. Yeah. You. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Well said. Well, I think this would be a, a good time to wrap this episode up. Absolutely. Uh, any 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 words you guys want to say? Bro, anything? go go peep the link tree. We got like a whole <laughs> YouTube video in there. Yeah. And we got a whole Instagram page in there. Yeah. We got a whole Twitter, Twitter page. page in there. We got a whole Discord. Discord yes, in there. Sir. Bro. Okay. Literally. If y'all are bored, just join the Discord server and we join talk a, a lot. Yeah, just join a voice channel and we'll we'll say hello. You literally like just just join. Uh, it, it's a friendly environment. Mm-hmm. We don't have too many people in there right now, but listen, we're always growing, and we would love to uh, grow with you. Absolutely. So, um, uh, feel free. Uh, just uh, again, all that is in the link tree. Uh, that'll be down in our description. Or you can find that in in our bios anywhere yeah so. literally you could just find that if it's near our icon yeah um so yeah uh we look forward to doing another episode and uh yeah we'll, uh, we'll catch you there love you guys Bye.